0: Welcome to ditch the binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back This morning, I'm actually doing something very fun. It is called The French Market. I mean, come on. With a name like that, how can you not be excited? And because it's like three blocks away from my house in Indiana, I just get to walk on over to it. It starts, as I'm recording this podcast, it starts in about 20 minutes, and that's great because I'm hungry, and I've been reading about the menu online, and there's just all these local vendors... And I don't really know honestly what to expect because I've never been to it. It was shut down last year because of COVID. So I'm really excited to just walk on over there and check it out and eat some delicious foods. But that, you know, that also just kind of reminds me about one of the really beautiful things about just freaking freedom around food and body, right? Is that I can have this amazing event going on. A few blocks from my house and I, I actually read the menu and I'm getting really excited to go try a bunch of different things. And I'm actually excited. I remember in the past where maybe you're at now or you've had also in the past where it's the, it's not really excitement it's more fear. It's more searching out the lowest calorie option or the healthiest food or just general panic about what is what you're going to be eating and and how you're going to burn it off and it's just so freeing to be able to just show up and eat and move on with my day. And I want to share on that note with you a win from a client that I had yesterday, actually. So we started coaching a couple months ago and we got on the phone and every time I work with a client, I have them give me wins and I have them do this for a couple reasons. One, I have them do this because your brain naturally goes towards all the things you're not doing right. Your brain naturally falls in that like really heavy tread, that really deep tread of I could have done it better. I suck. It wasn't the best. They're doing it better than me. All all that really loud noise that's often not all that helpful. I mean, sometimes it is. It's definitely good to look at your work and your life and see where you can improve, but oftentimes it just is, it's 100% that. It's never the, you know what? I freaking nailed it. I crushed it. I did amazing there. So I have them present wins in the beginning of the call so that they can start to shift their thinking, right? And so if you're listening to this, start doing that for yourself. Start noticing what went really well because, and this happens almost every, every single time on calls with clients is we'll get halfway through our call and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I completely forgot about this one or I completely forgot about this one and this one and this one. And that's what you do is good things happen. Amazing things happen. You start making changes, but because you are such a high achiever, because you are such a go-getter, you're like, it doesn't really matter. Like, meh, I, fine, I did it, but it could have been better right there's always that competitive nature of i i could have done it better i could have it could have been better and when you do that you just completely steamroll and dismiss all the amazing wins that you have and i i think there's a reason for this and that it is because there's this underlying belief of if i acknowledge my wins if i take a second and pat myself on the back and i'm like hell yeah you you nailed that that is amazing I think there's this fear that you'll stop. You will stop wanting to progress. You will become stagnant. And the opposite of that is true. When you take a minute, five minutes, whatever, to like really savor your wins and just acknowledge them, just acknowledge them, it actually adds fuel to your process. It, it helps you progress faster. I often give this example that if you have a boss and every single day you're just being berated with comments about how you could have done it better, you could have done this better, just constant, cons- quote, constructive criticism, but really just telling you all the ways you just kind of suck. Eventually you get so worn down you don't want to do anything, but when you get that constructive Criticism in addition to the, and you know what, you're nailing, you're nailing this. You did outstanding at this. We loved when you showed up and said that. We need that feedback. You need to start learning how to give that feedback to yourself. So that's the other reason why is to just start allowing yourself to celebrate the wins and realize that it's actually really productive and really helpful in allowing you to move where you want so for her she didn't present this as a win in the beginning of the call but like halfway through our call we were just kind of chatting about her week and she shared with me yeah you know my boyfriend was here and we were traveling all over we just kind of ate our way through the city and not in like a a bingy way but just like really fun and we we went on some hikes And we went to this amazing brewery and we shared a pizza. And normally I get really nervous about sharing food. That's a big one. If you ever feel nervous about sharing food, I just want you to know that that's very common. I can talk more about that later, but she was saying how she shared the pizza and it was just a great night. And multiple times she and her partner just noticed themselves both saying out loud, I feel just like, so perfectly satisfied. I feel so amazing. And as she was talking, I, f- I went back to her very first call notes that we had. And in that call, I have everyone list like, what are the what is going to blow your freaking mind? Like, what do you want? What do you really desire in our six months together or however long we're working together? And one of the four or five that she had listed out was I want to eat pizza without panic. I want to be able to stop eating when I'm full. And the, the funny thing about this is that she was sharing this win with me as if it was just no big deal. She's like, yeah, we got pizza. We shared it. It was amazing. We went to breweries, blah, blah, blah. Life is good. Things are great. And she didn't even know, it didn't even register that a couple months prior, that felt impossible for her. That felt just like, that was her one of her biggest goals. Like, I would love to be able to just eat pizza. Just eat it and enjoy it and move the hell on with my day. Not freak out about calories, not have to eat all of it, but just eat it and enjoy it. And so I I called her out. I was like, "Did you know that this was your biggest goal a couple months ago and it didn't register for her?" She's like, "Whoa. I I can't believe it. I can't really I can't believe how big of a deal this is now. Like when I really stop and think about this, this this is a really big change for me. And this is because She's created a new normal for herself. She's created a new baseline. And this is why it's really important to notice your wins because you're going to keep progressing. You're going to keep growing towards your goals or whatever you have set for yourself. And it's just going to become normal. And And so then when you don't take the time to notice your goals, it's going to actually feel like you haven't done anything. You're going to get to, you know, the end of the year or January one when you're doing some reflection and you're going to be like, God, I haven't done anything. And the reason you haven't done anything or you think you haven't done anything is because you haven't taken the time to acknowledge it. When you poo poo on goals, when you poo poo on your wins and successes, no matter how big or small they are, when you brush them off. Of course it's going to feel like you're never making progress. You're never you're never doing good enough. You're never getting to where you want to be and that's not true. It's a lie of your brain. So what I would love for you to start doing in your own life is take a mental inventory at the end of your day, at the end of your week. You know, what did I do really well? Because trust me, if if I give you two columns, what did you not do so well? What did you do well? The not so well, you're going to fill that bad boy up in seconds, right? No problem. <laughs> the work is starting to notice, like, what did I actually do well? What am I really proud of myself for doing? You know, another client of mine did that with a presentation at work. She's like, I freaking did it. I did it, and I'm so proud of myself because this was really uncomfortable for me, and I showed up, and I spoke up, and I, I did this thing that was terrifying for me. So this is just a little... tidbit before we get, get into the actual podcast today, but I just wanted to plant this little reminder in your brain to notice your damn wins, people. They're not too small. Share them. Talk about them. It doesn't mean you're full of yourself. It doesn't mean anything other than you're taking some time to pat yourself on the freaking back, which you deserve. It's overdue, okay? All right, so now moving into the actual episode today, I was thinking about this yesterday, actually, and it is, is it really self-care or is it just self-respect? You know, it's so fun to put all these memes, hashtag self-care, treat yourself, and all that fun stuff. And I do it too, and it's fun and whatever. I'm not going to stop doing that. But is it actually self-care Or is it just treating yourself with some damn respect? I cannot tell you how many of my clients, because I work with, I mean, you're probably just like you. If you're not a current client of mine, if you're just a listener of the podcast and you're drawn to me, you're drawn to this message here, I'd be willing to bet you are a go-getter. You like to work hard. You like to feel successful. You like to do things that are that stretch you and push you. You you may work in corporate. You may be your own, you know, you may be an entrepreneur. But of that, there's this this common trait of always do more, push harder. Weekends you're working still. And I don't really think that's bad necessarily. I I work a lot too and so does my father, and it's just kind of in my in my genes, and I don't hate it. I, I kind of like it. That's why I got into this field because I love it. But starting to notice when your self-respect is dropping off for something or someone else, like taking your lunch break. OMG. This is like every single person I've ever worked with. <laughs> Break. That's not just self care. That's just self respect. You would never tell someone else, oh, just work through. It doesn't matter if you're hungry, just push through. You can get to it later. Or inhaling something over your keyboard, dropping stuff left and right, like swallowing full pieces because you're not even paying attention to what you're chewing. You're just like, get it done, moving on. Treat yourself with more respect. Hold yourself to a higher standard. I want you to think about this throughout this week. What would I do if I had more respect for myself? What would I do if I thought I was the shit? What would I do if I felt amazing about where I am in life. How would I treat myself? Because I think a lot of people are getting self-care confused with just self-respect, just self-worth. And this is a very, very heavy and in-depth topic that I work with every single person on. And it's going into and looking at what your actual core beliefs about yourself are. I drew this really horrible (laughs) picture. I am a really bad drawer, like just abs. It's so bad, but I drew this stick figure and I took a photo of it. Maybe I'll share it. I don't know. Maybe I'll share it for the podcast cover art. It's so bad, but I drew this photo of a stick figure and then All of these little outlines going outside of it. So, kind of like the rings on a tree. So, the middle was the stick figure, and then, you know, the outline, 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 outline. And ultimately, that main middle stick figure is what you think about yourself right now. And all of those other lines are. Everything else that we try to do to feel better about ourselves. We slap on new clothes. We buy expensive things. We take trips. We lose weight. We gain weight. We, we get, you know, accolades from work. We win awards. You get more certificates. You get more acknowledgement. All of these things, which are amazing. They're great. I encourage you to get all that you can in life because those things feel great. However, if at the end of the day, that stick figure in the very center of it all still thinks you're complete shit, none of that stuff is going to matter. Not only that, none of that stuff is going to stick because it's never going to outweigh what you actually think about yourself. And when you skip your lunch, when you bite your tongue, when you are being disrespected, when you don't speak up in the way that is really true for you, when you don't go after what you actually want, you're feeding that other side. You're shrinking down your own self-respect. You're telling yourself, you're not worth this. You don't deserve to have a lunch break. This job is way more important than your health. Making them happy is way more important than making you happy. And that's not true. And this is the work of increasing that level of self-respect. Not so that you are better than everyone, but so that you're at least on the same damn field. Because I see many of you out there going, hustling, burning the candle at both ends, trying to prove yourself, be enough, let everyone know that you're worthy, feel lovable. You're already that. It's starting to shift that inner stick figure, your inner beliefs, your true story about yourself at its core. I started working with a new individual and I'm so excited to work with her. She's just an amazing entrepreneur. Actually, she works for a company. She's also an entrepreneur, whatever. She's like your classic high achiever, go-getter, like crushing it in her career. And I gave her some homework and she came back saying, holy shit, like I had no idea I felt this way about myself. And she originally started working with me because she's like, oh, I've just like let myself go. I don't feel good in my body. I don't know what's going on. I'm just thinking about food all the time. It feels out of control and chaotic and I'm just exhausted by all of this. And so we just kind of did this initial first call, took some inventory in and she was flabbergasted by how she thought of herself herself. And that's not that that has, that's just like, okay, now she's fixed, right? There's going to be more. This is like an onion, right? We got layers to work through. But when she was skipping her lunch, when she was working until midnight, when she was checking all of her emails on the weekend, when she was then looking in the mirror and tearing herself apart, it was all building on itself. I don't feel like enough. I'm going to keep doing more, 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 more. I'm going to put myself off. I don't deserve to feel good right now. I have to do X, Y, and Z. So asking yourself again, is this really self-care or is this just self-respect? Start to increase the level at which you talk to yourself, that you hold yourself to. Stop letting yourself get off the hook with treating yourself like shit. So many of you are worried about what everyone else thinks about you. And I'm like, damn, that's not even part of your problem. Like who cares? That That is the least of your worries right now. We got to look at what you think about you. That is where the magic is. and Really, that's all that matters. That is all that matters. When you start believing you're worth it to Take the different job, leave the relationship, make the move, take the risk, set the boundary, say the thing. What everyone else thinks about you just kind of moves lower on the list. Sure, there will still be those certain people that you really respect and value those opinions of, and those will be the people that you actually start listening to instead of all these make-believe people in your head or all these people that you don't even care about. So... Work on this this week. I'd love to hear how this lands for you. I'd love to hear what your takeaways are and what you notice within yourself this week when you shift from hashtag self-care to hashtag some self-respect. All right, my lovely little buttercups, thank you for being here and I will see you all next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.